Welcome to day 312 of Shape by the Word. I'm David Keefe here with Matt Kresge and Katie Kresge, and we are continuing on through the book of Acts. And then today we find ourselves in Acts 2, which is a long chapter, but such a good chapter. We see where Jesus last yesterday, when we looked at Acts 1, he promised that the Holy Spirit is going to come, just wait. And here at Pentecost, we see the disciples receiving the Holy Spirit. And some people are a little confused by it. We'll see that. <laughs> Um, but what a wonderful gift that we have in the Spirit as He empowers us and gives us life to live for Jesus. And then Peter's going to get up and he's going to preach. And then we're going to see that really nice vignette right at the end where we see kind of that cool glimpse, that amazing glimpse really, into the early church and the way they lived and the way they cared for each other and the way they cared for those around them and, mm-hmm. and how through that the Spirit was at work and people were being saved. And, and mm-hmm. it's always one of those wonderful scenes. And so let's dive in. Um, Acts chapter 2. And we pray for us before we begin. Father, we ask now that as we turn to your word, you would do the great work that only you can do through your Spirit. Um, that you would attend um, the reading of your word. And as we reflect on it, we would be encouraged and strengthened. And that we would, would be invited in again to to live as your people Um, and we know that's not something we can do in our own strength though we often try to um, but it's only something we can do in the power of the spirit and so thank you for the gift of the holy spirit Um, and we praise all in the name of jesus amen Amen. so acts chapter two when the day of pentecost came they were all together in one place. Suddenly a sound like, a, like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Now they were staying in Jerusalem. Now they were staying in Jerusalem, God-fearing Jews from every nation under heaven. When they heard this sound, a crowd came together in bewilderment, because each of them heard their own language being spoken. Utterly amazed, they asked, aren't all those, aren't all these who are speaking Galileans? Then, um, how is it that each of us hears them in our own native language? Parthians, Medes, Elamites, residents of Mesopotamia, Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, um, Pi, 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 Pargia. <laughs> I was going to tell, I told everyone before this is going to, I'm going to mess a few of these up. <laughs> That's right. Pamphylia, Egypt, and other parts of, of Libya near Cyrene, visitors from Rome, both Jews and converts to Judaism, Cretans and Arabs. We hear them declaring the wonders of God in our own language, in our own tongues. Amazed and perplexed, they asked each other, What does this mean? Some, however, made fun of them and said, they have had too much wine. (laughs) Then Peter stood up with the eleven, raised his voice, and addressed the crowd, fellow Jews, and all who live in Jerusalem. Let me explain this to you. Listen carefully to what I say. These people are not drunk, as you suppose. It's only nine in the morning. (laughs) No, this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel. In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young, your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. Even, even uh, on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days. 
and they will prophesy. I will show wonders in the heavens above and, and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and billows of smoke. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the great and glorious day of the Lord. And everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Fellow Israelites, listen to this. Jesus of Nazareth was a man accredited by God to you by miracles, wonders, and signs, which God did among you through him, as you yourselves know. This man was handed over to you by God's deliberate plan and foreknowledge, and you, with the help of wicked men, put him to death by nailing him to the cross. But God raised him from the dead, freeing him from the agony of death, because it was impossible for death to keep its hold on him. David had said about him, I saw the Lord always before me, because he is at my right hand, I will not be shaken. Therefore my heart is glad and my tongue rejoices, my body also will rest in hope, because you will not abandon me to the realm of the dead. You will not let the Holy One, your Holy One, see decay. You have made known to me the paths of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence. Fellow Israelites, I can tell you confidently that the patriarch David died and was buried, buried, and his tomb is here to this day. But he was a prophet and knew that God had promised him on oath that he would place one of his descendants on his throne. Seeing what was to come, he spoke of the resurrection of the Messiah, that he, that he has not abandoned to the realm of the dead, nor did his body see decay. God raised this Jesus to life. And we are all witnesses to it, exalted to the right hand of God. He had, he had received from the Father the promised Holy Spirit, and he has poured out what you now see and hear. For David did not ascend to heaven, and yet he said, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. Therefore let all Israel be assured of this. God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified, both Lord and Messiah. When the people heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and to the other apostles, Brothers, what shall we do? Peter replied, Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. This promise is for you and your children and for all who are far off, for all whom the Lord our God will call. With many other words he warned them, and he pleaded with them, Save yourselves from this corrupt generation. Those who, accept his message, those who accepted his message were baptized, and about 3,000 were added to their number that day. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day, they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. Hmm. So again, it kind of feels like we hit one of those like, one of those moments in the story, right? Where it's like we've we've seen and, and Peter just what a wonderful job, right, of going back to the Old Testament and pulling in, oh no, like don't you remember these things that the prophets spoke about that 
in the last days God would do this, God would do that, and there are witnesses to it right here, right, to the resurrection and, and the better David to come and the one who would truly sit on the throne forever because David died, his tomb's over there, but there's a guy, his body didn't see decay, right? Like, so cool that, and again, that's why we're doing this, right? Kind of being shaped by the word is that the, the scriptures tell a story mm-hmm. and it's a story of reality, right? It's a story of what really happened and, mm-hmm. and, and we see it coming to this really pinnacle moment here. How cool, the disciples receive the Holy Spirit People are a little confused by it. So Peter, you know, kind of being Peter, right? That's what Peter does. He's like, hey, let me tell you what's going on here. (laughs) And the end, he just draws from the Old Testament time and time again and tells the story of of redemption, tells the story that led to this moment Mm -hmm. of the Holy Spirit. And then we see that, as I said earlier, that great scene with these spirit-filled people, the body of Christ, the church. How do they live? Well, well, Luke tells us how they lived. And so as you're looking at this chapter, as you're looking at this early scenes of the early church what's standing out to you guys well i i just wonder you know reading that joel passage that that peter points them back to is this a passage that jesus had talked about in those 40 days with them you know like did jesus because i know jesus was explaining just like he was on the road to Emmaus or after the road to emmaus like explaining how all of these things in the old testament um, of course, to them, it wasn't called the Old Testament, p- but pointed to yeah. him. And so part of me just wonders, like, did Peter sit under Jesus' teaching, pointing them to this passage in Joel? But I just love how this huge event takes place. This so It's confusing to a lot of people who are on looking. And, but Peter, like, God empowers Peter to step up and to explain what is happening in a way that really, I mean, God opens so many ears and hearts to hearing what he's saying but it it explains it in a way that makes it's almost like light bulbs go off for so many people and god has ordained this moment for all of these people and you can just tell you can see that this is um the work of a sovereign god Mm -hmm. who who planned this so Mm -hmm. it's just so so cool yeah you have to love i mean how just bold this proclamation is you know yeah. of the gospel here that peter stands up he begins to address the crowd he talks about the day of the lord which is a yeah uh, there's there's a lot to it but in the old testament this day of the lord was a, a day that the people looked forward to mm-hmm. you know there's both there's both a kind of a fearful yeah. aspect to the day of the lord because it's a day of judgment but there's also a, a great longing for the day of the lord because it's a day of salvation as well mm-hmm. so you see these kind of held together um but you have you know, Peter saying this was God's deliberate plan and foreknowledge, and you, with the help of wicked men, put mm. Jesus to death by nailing him to the cross. You know, the, the God, this didn't surprise God, but this was the deliberate plan and foreknowledge of God that Jesus would be crucified. And and he says, and you were the ones that did it. You were the ones who pierced the hands and the feet of Jesus. You're the one who crucified him. <clears throat> but God is the one who raised this Jesus from the dead, you know, and so... I just love, even when you see this proclamation here and um, really specific words to the people, you know, the people, it says that they were cut to the heart. Right. And mm. that, that Greek is really kind of a vivid image of being like stabbed in the heart, mm. you know, that they they were greatly troubled by what they heard. And convicted. And convicted. And, and we see, you know, what is the work of the Spirit? Well, I mean, 
Jesus told us that the Spirit would empower the disciples. He would bring to remembrance all the things that he taught. And the Spirit would be the one who convicts the world of sin and righteousness and judgment. And, and here you have it. You have the Holy Spirit convicting the people as the, the gospel is proclaimed. And they say, what must we do? And Jesus says, or, you know, Peter says, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus. And, and so we're, we're seeing now the early church. What does Jesus do? He continues to work through the early church by the power of the Spirit, through the preaching of the gospel. And, and we'll continue to see um, kind of this outworking of the gospel um, through the through the apostles and through the early church as they live as the transformed people of God um, in fellowship, gospel fellowship together. And that's what's so cool to see. So what do we do? Man, repent, be baptized. So if, if we've repented, if we've been baptized, right, what do we do? The Bible tells us, and devote yourselves to teaching, to fellowship, breaking of bread and prayer. And because you have the Holy Spirit, man, you, you feel with awe at, at the things God's doing around you, right? And mm-hmm. There's a unity, this commonness you share with believers now that you're united, mm-hmm. not because of what you've done, but because of what Christ has done, right? And mm-hmm. and so how do you, what, what's that do to you? Well, <laughs> you start selling possessions. You start selling property because you, you want to take care of needs around you. Mm-hmm. You want to meet together with with believers, right? You want to break bread. And, and, and what's your tone? What's your disposition glad mm-hmm. sincere hearts praising god you're enjoying the favor of all the people and that's a really attractive thing right and mm-hmm. when you think about christianity sometimes that's not the picture you often get yeah but that is the picture that the scriptures will call us to and, and in all that we're seeing people come to know jesus right mm-hmm. and so yeah what a beautiful thing of what it looks like to live as a spirit empowered people of jesus and so that's acts two Uh, We'll do Acts 3 tomorrow to conclude the week. Um, Katie, you mind praying? Father, would you just, would you lead us to be a church uh, that looks like this, where um, we are described with words like these, um, that we worship you with glad and sincere hearts, that we gather together, we we break bread together, we um, share meals together and... um, filled with your spirit that we are giving and and loving um and that the world sees that and and wants to be a part of that um wants to to know you um thank you for this passage thank you for what it means for us today and um it's in christ's name we pray all these things amen Amen.